Back up top, shot through traffic, save made, follow-up try, that one hits a body in front, and a score! It's a score! It's a score! And the Ice Bears have a 4-3 lead with 30 seconds remaining in the hockey game! Oh, what a hit! Welcome to the SPHL in Knoxville! Comes in on the right side, through the right circle, taking it and fed across, they score! Oh, yes! And the Ice Bears win 3-2 in overtime! Welcome in to the Knoxville Ice Bears podcast. My name is Joel Silverberg. Appreciate you being with us on the KIB podcast presented by Field Pass Hockey, fieldpasshockey.com. They've got a ton of stuff for you on fieldpasshockey.com with coverage with the SPHL President's Cup Finals now set. The ECHL playoffs in the first round are underway. The AHL season is heating up. They've got so much coverage for you in minor league hockey at fieldpasshockey.com. You can also download the Field Pass Hockey mobile app on the App Store or on Google Play. We are going to have a first-time champion in the President's Cup Finals. The Roanoke Rail Yard Dogs and the Peoria Rivermen, one of those two teams, is going to be the President's Cup champion. It is going to be a best-of-five series that begins on Thursday, Thursday and Friday in Peoria, Monday and Tuesday of next week in Roanoke, and then Game 5, if needed, will be back in Peoria on next Thursday, May 5th. So... All that coverage is going to be available on Hockey TV where you can watch the games. Mitch Stewart will be on the call for Roanoke. Uh, and Jason Ruff will have the call for you with the Peoria Rivermen. Uh, again, Hockey TV, SPHLTV.com if you're interested in checking out the President's Cup Finals. But it will be a first-time champion. So the SPHL will now have an eighth different franchise to claim a President's Cup in the 17th year that the Cup has been awarded in the 18th season of the Southern Professional Hockey League. It was not awarded in 2020, obviously, due to the COVID-19 pandemic. But the seven teams that have won it before now, Knoxville and Pensacola, both with four titles each, Huntsville with three, Columbus with two, Fayetteville as the Fire Ants, getting a title back in 2007, the Macon Mayhem back in 2017, the Mississippi Surge back in 2011 for Peoria. They've Won the regular season title as the William B. Coffee Trophy winners four times. That's the second most in SPHL history. And have never won the President's Cup. They have made the finals four times now. They have lost the other three um, and have come close. They've been knocking on the door for a while. Will this be the year that Jean-Guy Trudell finally gets his first cup? Or does Dan Bremner lead Roanoke to... An improbable run. It would be really, really crazy when you look at the difference of these two paths. Peoria, they've had it relatively easy compared to their counterparts. Peoria was the three seed going into the President's Cup playoffs. They got the six seed Pensacola. Pensacola not quite at 100%, had some goaltender issues. Peoria survived uh, that series in three games. And then instead of having to take on Huntsville, which would have happened if we had gotten chalk through the first round, They face Quad City. Quad City ends up stealing Game 1. Peoria battles back at home to be able to win in Game 3, getting a go-ahead goal with about five minutes left to go in the third period. So they end up facing the five seed. Now they get the eight seed. So Peoria potentially could win its first ever President's Cup without having to face a single top four seed in the President's Cup playoffs, uh, which I think would be... Uh, uh, you know, it definitely helps. And, and it's not Peoria's fault. Look, you can't blame Peoria for the opponents that they don't have to play. It's not Peoria's fault that Knoxville lost to Roanoke or that Huntsville lost to Roanoke or that Fayetteville lost to Quad City. It's That's not Peoria's fault. Um, but sometimes the breaks go your way. When Knoxville won its last championship, the Ice Bears didn't have to face 
the first or the three seed. They were the five seed. They beat the two seed Columbus Cottonmouths. Pensacola and Peoria both lost their first round series. So Knoxville took care of business against the Mississippi River Kings, who were the four seed, or took care of business against the four seed Mississippi River Kings in the final after beating the six seed Louisiana Ice Gators in the semifinals. And so sometimes the breaks just go your way with how the playoff format works out. And in this case, Peoria, I'm sure they appreciate avoiding Knoxville and Huntsville, especially after they lost the last three games that they faced against either of those two teams. And granted, Peoria is not going to take Roanoke lightly. Uh, The last time they did that in a playoff series, it did not work out well for the Rivermen. And kind of a funny stat here, there have been four teams in the history of the Southern Professional Hockey League to win 40 games or more in the regular season. None of them have reached the finals, and three of them have lost in the first round, and three of them have been eliminated by Roanoke. Peoria won 40 games back in the 2019 season going into the playoffs there. Roanoke swept them in the first round in the challenge round after Peoria picked Roanoke to be their first-round opponent. This year, three teams won 40 games or more. Knoxville lost in the first round to Roanoke. Huntsville lost in the second round to Roanoke. Fayetteville lost in the first round to Quad City. So kind of funny how all of that played out, but now we will have a first-time champion between Roanoke and Peoria, the Rivermen playing in their fourth final, trying to knock on the door. Roanoke, just the second time ever that they had won a playoff series, and now they've got three total series wins. They would love to make it four this upcoming weekend, I'm sure. So Roanoke, after beating Huntsville 5-3 to three in Game 1, kind of an interesting scenario. Sammy Bernard, the goalie that had kind of carried Roanoke through the last couple of weeks of the regular season and through the first round of the playoffs, does not return after the first period in game one. Austin Rodebush comes in, holds off Huntsville as Roanoke wins 5-3, to three, and then Rodebush puts together a 36-save shutout. And, and here's the thing. This was not Austin Rodebush's best season. He did not look nearly as good as he did a season ago with the Knoxville Ice Bears, uh, did not put up the numbers, struggled at times throughout the course of the season, but he had some big games and some big flashes, and you kind of knew that the potential was there And when Sammy Bernard, who had done a lot of good things for Roanoke down the stretch, he goes down and Rodebush comes in and has played five really solid periods of hockey for the Rail Yard Dogs, shuts down the havoc, and has easily his best postseason performance of his career. Last year when he made his playoff debut for Knoxville, he gave up four goals on 11 shots and had to be pulled, and Peter DeSalvo came in and finished out the postseason in that series against Pensacola last year. But Rodebush came up with a monster performance. And now if you're Dan Bremner, depending on the status of Bernard, you at least have to feel good knowing that both of your goalies have given you big performances going into this final series against Peoria because I I don't know if you can necessarily expect the same goalie to go five games. Now you might be able to, but you're playing on back-to-back days multiple times if the series goes more than three games. But we'll see how it all plays out. But maybe a blessing in disguise, so to speak, for Dan Bremner and his team, and we'll see how Roanoke is able to contend with Peoria. So mention Peoria's track to getting to the final for Roanoke. It had to face the one seed. It then had to face the two seed. Now it has to face the three seed. So Roanoke is the second eight seed all time to make the President's Cup final. Huntsville got there years ago and ended up losing. And now it can be the lowest seeded team to ever win the President's Cup championship uh, Columbus won it as a five seed uh, back in the mid-2000s. Knoxville won it as the five seed back in 2015. So there has never been a team seeded lower than fifth 
to win the President's Cup championship. And now Roanoke has the opportunity to make a little bit of history. It would be an incredible run. And I said it on this podcast throughout the last several weeks. Roanoke was battling for that five seed back in early February. And it really goes to show the credit that Bremner deserves with the job that he's done with this team. Because when Roanoke lost nine straight games in regulation through February and March, they weren't just losing close games. They were getting killed in, in some of these some of these games that were getting away from them. They, they had a loss to, Ron, uh, to Peoria by a score of 8-3. They just looked really, really bad at times. And you kind of wondered, okay, this team's beat up. They've had some call-ups. They got a bunch of guys back. They made a really solid, uh, had a, supple, a couple of solid transactions, getting Garrett Sargis back, bringing in C.J. Valerian to help with the defense, and then getting Sammy Bernard after Knoxville released him. And... You know, I, I to obviously it can be frustrating because you look at former players like Sargis and Bernard and saying, "Hey, why weren't those guys playing for Knoxville? Why why did we not get them back this year?" And here's the thing: I think when you look at what Bernard did, he did some good things for Knoxville. But I also think you look at the body of work that Christian Stead and Jimmy Parita put together for the Ice Bears this year. I think a lot of coaches would have made the same decision, especially with both those guys coming back from stints in the ECHL. With Jimmy Parita was with the a, in the AHL with the Syracuse Crunch at one point in time. I think a lot of coaches would have made the same decision to bring back Stead and Parita. Those guys had been so good for Knoxville all season. And, you know, Parita just had a tough five minutes in game three uh, against Roanoke on Easter Sunday. And but both those guys, you know, they're they're a big reason that Knoxville was in the situation that it was in. And credit to Bernard. He played really well in the first round. And credit to Austin Rodebush because he stepped up in a big way with five really good periods of hockey, including a shutout against Huntsville in that two to nothing win on Saturday to seal the series in game two. And Huntsville outshot Roanoke 36 to 25. And you kind of look at Knoxville in their series with Roanoke. Obviously a very long series, three tough games. Knoxville didn't have Stefan Brucato. They didn't have JB Baker for the first two games. They didn't have Rasmus Wax and Engback. And then you look at Huntsville they had their entire complement of guys. They got Carson Vance back from the ECHL. They got Bauer Nordecker back from the ECHL. They got Bear Gunjanov back from the ECHL. And then you add in Nolan Kaiser, Jacob Barber, Tyler Piacentini, Cy Nutkovich. They had guys that were really, really talented. They had this high-scoring offense. And we talk about Huntsville being a team that sometimes they only need 15 to 20 shots to beat you. Well, they had 36 against Roanoke, and it still wasn't enough. So it's you kind of look at Roanoke and see that they really put it together when it matters most, and you know it, it's tough in sports because that's kind of the way it goes sometimes. You, you can get away with having a really tough or really disappointing regular season, but if you put it together in April, if you put it together in the playoffs – that's all that matters. And so for Roanoke, they are going to the President's Cup Finals. And then Peoria, uh, after nearly giving away the series to Pensacola in the first round, they lost Game 1 to Quad City in the semifinals and came back and got a game-winning goal with five minutes left to go in Game 3 to outlast Quad City 3-2. to two. And so it's it's been a little bit more of Jack Barry having to be the part of what they were doing in net as well. And I, I think it goes to show what you have to like about both teams. Both teams feel like they can use either goalie. Jack Barry's had to relieve Eric Levine, and he was the guy in Game 3 for the Peoria Rivermen after Levine was the all-SPHL second-team selection. So it just goes to show how crazy this sort of situation can be, but Peoria and Roanoke are now heading to the President's Cup Finals in the SPHL.
So uh, a wild season and just uh, it's going to it's still not over yet. You've got a minimum of three games left to go. It's been a while since we've seen a best of five series. I believe the last time that it was decided upon was Pensacola and Peoria back in the 2016 championship when former Ice Bear Josh Cousineau got the buzzer beating goal in uh, game three to complete the sweep for the Ice Flyers. Uh, to get them their third President's Cup title. So uh, just a just a wild scene, and and now we've got a best-of-five series to close out the SPHL President's Cup Finals. So somebody is getting their first-ever title, and interesting to see how it will play out. So a shorter edition of the Knoxville Ice Bears podcast. Appreciate you tuning in. Really hope everybody's enjoyed the podcast this season. It was great seeing fans out at Union Place Bar and Grill for the fan event last Wednesday. Um, to kind of meet the players and get to say hello to everybody. I appreciate all the kind words everybody had to say about the broadcast this year. Already looking forward to next season. I had a staff meeting on Monday morning to talk about some of the things that the team and organization want to do for next year. And so it's an exciting time, and the summer will go faster than we think, but the Ice Bears are going to raise a banner as the only five-time winner of the William B. Coffey Trophy. Obviously would have liked to have been the only five-time winner of the President's Cup, but... Uh, still have an opportunity to do that next year. So Pensacola losing in the first round means that the Ice Flyers don't overtake Knoxville for the most President's Cups of all time. And Huntsville losing in the semifinals means that the Havoc will not tie Knoxville and Pensacola, not this year anyway, for the most President's Cup titles in the history of the SPHL. Uh, and, and again, I guess to recap some awards real quick, uh, Alec Bear named the MVP of the league. Uh, and to show some significance with that, he had 80 points this season for Peoria. It's the first time any player has had an 80-point season in the SPHL since three different players did it back in the 2012 season. So Alec Bear, more than deserving of the SPHL's Most Valuable Player Award, the first 80-point season in a decade in the SPHL. Hunter Vorva put together the best single season by a goalie in Huntsville history. Uh, he is the goalie of the year. Marcel Godbout, the rookie of the year. No surprise there. He was the highest scoring rookie this season. So I uh, want to take some time to acknowledge those guys for the work that they did. And, uh, you know, best of luck to Godbout and Bear moving forward in the President's Cup final. We'll see how it plays out. It should be a lot of fun. But I appreciate you taking the time to listen to the Knoxville Ice Bears podcast presented by Field Pass Hockey. They've got it all for you. The SPHL, if you want to follow the President's Cup playoffs, the President's Cup finals between Peoria and Roanoke this upcoming weekend, you can do that there. You can also check out the ECHL playoffs. What's happening in the AHL? So much going on right now in minor league hockey. Still a lot of hockey left to be played before we finally close the doors on the minor league hockey season. But all of that coverage is available for you on the Field Pass Hockey mobile app, available on the App Store and on Google Play. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Knoxville Ice Bears podcast presented by Field Pass Hockey.